within one week. Shout out your boy. Uh, Twitter took down uh, at Sam Tripoli. The big tech overlords are ramping up social media censorship. Today, we talk about what's going on and why with someone who just last week was deplatformed. And then we are going to talk one of my favorite subjects, one that involves just about every conspiracy theory that you can think of, from aliens to mind control experimentation to time travel. We're talking Montauk Project with a special guest who has had boots on the ground at the infamous Camp Hero. You're listening to The Propaganda Report. I'm Brad Binkley here with Monica Perez. Monica? Hey, how are you doing? This is super exciting. I'm very excited yeah. about this. I'm very excited about our guest today. He's a stand-up comedian, a conspiracy researcher, and host of one of my favorite podcasts, the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, Sam Tripoli. Welcome to the show, Sam. <laughs> researcher, that's cute. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you guys, I, I, I know I was joking about research, but I, I, I really love all the stuff you guys do. And I really, you guys really are the best researchers in the group that, uh, of the people I get to interview and, uh, you know, talk to. So I appreciate you guys having me on. And I, I find this interesting because I've been using Zoom the whole time that Zoom is ju just like every other Chinese freaking thing. They just jack everyone else's stuff. And then we're yeah. just like, look how awesome it is. And it's just like, they just jack the whole thing. They make it so easy and so convenient that you want to use it. You can have a thousand people on one screen at a time, which I think is a bit overwhelming. But 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 real quick, uh, so who do you go with? Do you go with Zoom, which is the uh, the Communist Party, or do you go with fucking this one, which is basically Microsoft? Which Bill is, Gates. Bill Gates yeah. is evil. At I mean, it's like it's just it's like you want to just it's like Chomsky said, show me the clean money. Right? Show, yeah. show me the clean money. Where's the clean money? Gladly it's like we've all been sucked into the simulation. People are like, oh, is this a simulation? It's like, well, actually, yeah. It, oh, <laughs> now well, it's where the you simulation. Know, NASA, NASA's so interesting. I'll like, every time NASA says something, I'm like, I'll kiss my ass, NASA. You don't know nothing <laughs> until they say something I agree with, and then I yeah. get really excited. Like aliens. I'm like, yeah, NASA saw it. NASA saw the aliens. <laughs> Well, multiple dimensions now they're talking about, and I'm all about that action. Yeah, sometimes I think they throw that out there to string us along a little bit. I'm about that too, but I think they're messing with us a lot of times. I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't trust anything they say, and it's just, they're just, it's just, my whole thing is like, and it's the same thing with mainstream media. It's like, how many times do they have to be wrong before you stop accepting anything yeah. they say? Yeah. That's yeah. my whole thing. Everyone so, says they don't believe anything about it. And then when they say, well, all 7 billion people, Simon says, stay home. And we're like, oh, well, they said there's this invisible monster. I'm, I'm staying home. Yeah. <laughs> believe, like seeing your guys' tweets, I'm like, okay, I'm not – I'm not alone. I, they see this too, right? It's like it's like like we're in so we're in like like a Stranger Things. You're like, you guys see the monster too, right? You see the, the monster. Truman Show. Like, it's yeah. like, are we? Is this a joke? <laughs> so speaking of Twitter, what's going on with your Twitter account? So um, within one week, just to let you know, I hit for the cycle. I had Twitter, uh, Facebook. Now Facebook's the last one because I was barely on it. But I've been ramping up a little bit, so they decide. So Facebook, um, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Google, I mean, excuse me, Apple, and what's the other YouTube one? YouTube hit you a while YouTube, back, I remember. Right? So 
the four big ones, the four horsemen of the tech apocalypse, have uh, all take a shot at your kid within one week. Shot at your boy. Uh, Twitter took down uh, at Sam Tripoli and did not tell me why it was. And how clean do we have to be on this show, by the way? Not that, clean. Right, okay. So it's one of three tweets that could got me in trouble. One, it could be where I retweeted that the Chinese government has put 5G at the top of the Himalayas. Uh, that could be it. It could be where I uh, basically sh- tweeted a video of the Chicago mayor who I call five head because she has a forehead plus another four. <laughs> and, uh, and she's talking about um, uh, the new world order. Or it's a tweet that a guy said, I said, because I, I think Hillary's running. I think this is all a setup to get rid of anybody that's going to try to need because they don't understand the Internet that they're going to try to basically get rid of anybody that can kneecap her. So I go, you know, Hillary's going to run. And someone goes, that's the craziest tweet you ever put out. And I go, is it crazier than the time I said your mom's asshole is a Stargate that Q used to go back in time and then stop Hillary from winning the election? I go, because that was crazy. True, but crazy. So it's either one of those three tweets. I feel like that fits the pattern because I've noticed that myself. I should get taken down. I get taken down, too, from lots of stuff for content. And I never get taken down for Twitter. And I'm really careful not to say mean things at people using vulgarity. That's the one thing that they seem to take people down for. But usually they'll put you back up if you say you're sorry. Or they'll tell you what the tweet is. I don't know about that. I was going to ask you, did you know know what your last tweet is? So the the week before that, I got suspended for a week, and it was because I basically paraphrased Tropic Thunder. And I said to somebody, don't go fully retarded. They go, that's offensive. And then I go, okay, well, that's retarded. Yeah. And it also could have been people reporting you. They could have, they send these tag teams of activists when someone gets big and has influence and they all start reporting tweets that that person has and they'll take them down saying there's a high level of activity reporting this person because they have the AI and they also have the users that are professional snitches now. Snitching has become a, a virtue signaling profession in coronavirus and social media age. And did they give you any warning or was it just blindsided? Nope. Just take him right out, sh- shut down, and you know I'd so, had a uh, I'd had an instance with this guy that's you know, cost Shane Gillis his job at Saturday Night Live, and he had this paywall, and he he was calling me a coronavirus denier. That was oh. a new term, and I'm that I guess I'm that, and uh, he went off on me, and I just think that yeah, you know I'm gonna be honest, with you, I've done a couple episodes too that push kind of the limits. Because I believe in having these conversations. One, I had Adam Green on, and we debated um, we debated uh, his belief in Jewish supremacy. I don't believe that. I still don't believe that. But I like Adam. I like having him on. I like having a discussion with him. Uh, he, you know, he has evidence of what he believes, and you know, like things from the tall. Talmud, uh, right? But I, I still think there's layers above that, and I will debate that. I, I'm more into Jesuits, black nobility, and, and that stuff. So that episode, I think, scared some people. And then I just did one on the the Pacer family, the Pissar family, however you want to pronounce it. And uh, I think that scared some people too, man. I think talking about that powerful family that could technically own almost every single major corporation in the United States could have pissed off them as well. But that seems to be after that episode dropped, 
when everything started going crazy, like Apple says that nobody's listening to my show. And then, you know, you know the rest. It's kind of crazy. So when they take you down from Twitter, is it, do they, do you no longer have access to anything that you've ever tweeted? No, when you get suspended from Twitter, it's like being Bruce Willis in Sixth Sense. You're like, I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Don't go away. Don't leave me. I'm I'm, I'm still a person. And uh, no, it's there. So now I see the heading and it's there. But if you wanted to look at something you had tweeted before as like a catalog of your thoughts, they are there. All the people who followed me, it's I, there's no longer 64,000 people, and all the people I was following. And what made it even worse was there was a guy, somebody who started basically creating a uh, Twitter account that is the exact mirror of my, uh, the exact duplicate of yeah, my I saw that. thing. And he was tweeting and retweeting, gaining followers, and... And would normally I wouldn't care if I still had my account, but now everybody thinks this account is his, and he was telling me I had to buy it from him, and and then I was hitting him up, hitting Twitter up, and they're like, "Yeah, we're investigating whenever, whenever we want to. We're gonna take our sweet fucking time." And it took a long time, but luckily the 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 my listeners who we call the swarm were nice enough, and they just kept hitting this fucking guy, and they finally took it down. Then he tried to start another one on my tinfoil hat page and they took that down as well so we'll see what happens so this guy's holding your your name on twitter hostage trying to demand that you pay him to get it back and yet twitter kicks you off and leaves this guy on yeah and you're a guy with all these followers with 64,000 followers with such a huge presence and they would never i assume they would never give you a blue check mark which is supposed to insulate you from that stuff and i would never ask for one because i think it would get me kicked off i mean not not that i, I deserve it but i don't even want marks. that i won't take them they've people been like dude i can get you one. i'm like i don't want them they're such phony crap they make and like might protect listen, I've seen people get blue check marks and they're just tweets and retweets and likes just explode. It's the AI algorithm of bullshit. Uh, I, I just, I don't like it. And I think another thing that was going on was like, I started getting like, for me, a lot, like a thousand likes, a uh, hundred and something retweets. And like, yeah. that just started like cooking with gas in the last like month. And uh, I think that scared them as well. I think that that probably was a major factor in it because you Agreed. got so big, your influence got too big for them to to stop. So they had to they had to remove you, and I think that's happens. I think that's what happens when people reach a certain level that they say, "Well, this person is going to get to where we can't contain them. They're going to be a big fish. We're going to remove them, kind of as a symbol to everybody else as well. Kind of nailing the squirrel on the wall, as Monica you you say sometimes <laughs> to a tree it's a tree. To a tree the wall a tree whatever <laughs> your car nail the squirrel somewhere and you had a lot of followers man that's i mean it took you a long time to like build that up and just take it away just like that like that dude and like you know it's like there's other guys in our genre that have done have been wiped off you know alex jones who's the biggest but that guy's got millions of dollars yeah. and yeah. <clears throat> there's other people but they these people tend to say the buzzwords that equate with hate and they hate groups. And like, I've taken a lot of pride on fighting that whole thing, the homophobia, the anti-Semitism. Now, I don't think criticizing Israel and these groups that represent, like 
Zionism is anti-Semitism. I don't believe that at all. But I think like teeing off on Jews, I, I don't agree with that. And I fight and I push back. So I don't go after gays. I don't go after Jews. I don't go after all these groups that like like white nationalists or whatever group you are. Or conservatives, which I get clumped into, and I'm the farthest thing from it. <laughs> like, I didn't go after everybody. I'm like, my whole thing is all love. You guys have been on my show. I try to preach love and stop fighting with each other, you know, because that's what they want. But they got rid of me, dude. And I think that's even scarier. Do they want to put everybody in that basket of deplorables and say people who are protesting lockdown, libertarians, they're calling them. why? They're article after article every day saying, why are they white nationalists? Uh, the ones who are protesting the, the lockdown. Yeah. I mean, they're just putting the stuff on it and they want to paint everybody by that brush so that nobody thinks critically. You know, I just talked about it on my show and I talked to you, with you, Bradley, about how fucking, um, about how, you know, these people are marching against the same people and they just can't come together. Like yeah. the, the Black Lives Matter, we know Soros is involved, but still what they're, what I, I if you talk to a lot of people there, they're probably I'm just here because somebody got shot. I'm sure there's a group of uh, agents of chaos and provocateurs, but there's a bunch of people there because they don't like that cops are shooting unarmed people. Okay, the woman's march, they're marching against government overreach, and then the the uh, you know open up people are marching against government overreach and cops overstepping them. It's the same people. Yeah, it's the same people, but they create those polarizing symbols on the other side that they kind of charge that energy towards. So they're fighting an enemy, and they're not really fighting for a movement. And then they just shift the goalpost on what they're actually they're fighting for. Bellamy, the the green anarchist who we interviewed recently, said that he used to be involved in the protest movement, but then he didn't he wasn't getting any satisfaction from it because it was never going anywhere. They never accomplished anything except for the people that organized these protests. They gained power and they gained money. Everybody else is just they're just hung out to dry at the end of it. What would you want to tell people to do to help you out? Like, is there somewhere you want them to go subscribe or? What really, people need to do, man. And we, I think that we need to have one of these Zooms with a thousand billion meetings. <laughs> and we have to get all of us together and have a talk about where we want to go and what we want to do. And I think it's very necessary and try to get as many people as fucking possible on this Zoom meeting to talk. And to your listeners, and some of them are my listeners, and, you know, and James Corbett's listeners, who are some of your listeners, my listeners, it's like James Corbett said it best. It's really time to leave these things. And I, nobody's asking you to get in your car, buy a Southwest ticket, or any of that shit. We're asking you, go to your toolbar, press in new place where freedom <laughs> rings at dot com and go enjoy all your people. Because by staying there, you're basically co-signing on this uh, censorship. And it is book burning. It is time to go somewhere else. The problem is we got not every dude, I get banned and all of a sudden 40 different websites are like, Come to my website, come to my website, and I'll go to all your websites. I just don't have time to upload on 40 different episodes every fucking day. Yeah. I know, Monica, you got, when your website, the website got taken down. Uh, 
I never recovered. I used to really make beautiful articles. I had this glossary that could really open your mind just by perusing it. I had all sorts of things on there and just getting taken down. It like messed up the formatting and everything and all the links were dead. And it was seven years worth of work gone forever. And yes, I have another website now, but it's just not the same. And that's why I was worried about Twitter because I also got deplatformed from my radio show, probably because it was in the backyard of the CDC. But that that's just gone. I had a platform where I could reach new people. And then I worry now I tried to kind of avoid Facebook, avoid YouTube after I got taken down from YouTube once. I was like, I'm just going to stay away from it for a while. But I'm worried about Twitter because I use it as a repository for all of my thoughts by putting up the headlines and my ideas about what's happening. So if that disappears, I've got a problem. But I agree with you. They have they're ahead of the game, which is why I think that even though I'm a libertarian, I don't really consider them private companies. I feel like they get the advantage. They've been seeded from the government in the beginning since the yeah. beginning. That's why they're ahead yeah. of it. They're bigger. They've got the networking value. They've got the tech advantage. They use government patents with the, which they expect the government to protect. And that's really the basis why people get their First Amendment rights protected even in private platforms. And they should do it for us and they're not. Google and Facebook and Facebook, the Facebook movie. Okay, Google and Facebook both have giant seed CIA money, CIA seed money for and sure. And NSA. Yeah. So so these intelligence companies and government money, whether they use black ops money or they use taxpayer money, they are not a private corporation. They are yeah. not. They're yeah. not. Not so at they, all. They used our money. They we they we should it should fall under first uh, uh, amendment stuff. That Facebook so. movie story is a lie. It's a straight up <laughs> yeah. lie. Why I wouldn't even watch it. I was like, wins yeah. made a billion dollars in Bitcoin. That's how they pay you off. They pay you off with a billion dollars. Peter That's Thiel, what Dre. Uh, was it Peter Thiel who got all the Facebook stock? Who? That's how he got rich. I think Peter, Peter Thiel. Thiel got in on the ground floor of Facebook, and now he's whatever, the libertarian corral, he corrals oh, libertarians. Is that the libertarian party? Yeah, but he's yeah. a Bilderberger. Yeah, he's making yeah. blood. He was selling blood in San Francisco. That's the guy who's selling pints of blood from young people after doing studies into rats oh, in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And why is that guy lot? It's like, one, dude, 100, I go, the libertarian party, like just like every party, the base is great and the leadership okay. is corrupt. Oh no, I'm not a part of the party, but so 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 we have like the the whatever brothers, twins who made a billion dollars in Bitcoin. That's amazing. You have Dr. Dre, you have Ice Cube who led NWA and all this gangster rap that destroyed the black community. They're billionaires, right? And you their stuff is Mark on the platforms you're getting taken down from. What's that? The really nasty lyrics are still from some of those guys are still on the platforms that people like you get taken down from. Let's say my tweet about five heads is why I got taken down. Right? Yeah. That is like nothing that. worse than what Saturday Night Live does every fucking week to nobody. Nobody's watching. And because it's not good. It's not. Yeah, it's like, terrible. Comedy's best when it's taking truth to power. Yeah. And listen, we could sit here and say, well, they're going after Trump. But it's so obvious that it's slanted bullshit, yeah. elitist crap. That's why it doesn't hit. Yeah, it can be funny. You can make fun of Trump and be funny, but they don't they're not even they're so pretentious about it. It's they don't not. want to make it funny because like you and I have talked about, it humanizes 
it humanizes the guy. John Stewart used to make fun of George W. Bush and it, and it was fun and funny and it didn't make anybody hate. And then after like the second election, 2004, it's like, this isn't funny anymore. And he just would never make another funny joke that had yeah. something to do with Bush. Well, I think that's why he got out because he just saw, oh, Obama's the exact same fucking bunch of bullshit. I mean, like, I think he's from that, my generation that thought there was a difference between the D's and the R's and you find out that they're all the same. And if I hear another person tell me that they're going to, they watch Fox News and MSNBC, get both sides of the party. I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I want to shine both sides of the turd that I fucking just. Yeah. It, it's like, dude, if I went back in time, man, and I went to 2004 and I told everybody that Fox News would fucking be seen as the voice of reason. They would <laughs> laugh in my fucking face. Everybody lowered the bar. You're right. And you're like, they're just happen to be on the right side of this completely bullshit argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, I like parts of Trump, which means I like more about Trump than the last five presidents combined, right? Yeah, yeah. I know he's a he represents a bunch of bullshit, but good luck getting anybody into that position that is fucking a water walker. Good luck on that. It's never going to fucking Yeah, it's happen. never going to happen. They're always going to be compromised. And to your point about the social media platforms, they want it to be the new you know, the new public square. And right now, they want everybody to move on to these platforms. They want us to live our entire lives there. They want us to go to court virtually. They want us to have birthday parties, graduations virtually. Everything has to be virtual now. Yet the tech tyrants can banish someone like that without cause or explanation. That, that I mean, that's like kicking you out of the United States 100%. and not letting you come back. 100 percent, dude. It's like, it's like the, these apps, these websites are like, old school main street. It's where you go to set up your shop. And like, as long as I'm not calling for violence, right. You know, or, or, or hate speech. And even that is ridiculous to say whatever hate speech. Cause what is hate speech to me isn't hate speech to you. Like we had all these Asians going nuts with the Chinese virus. Right. And I'm like, what? They're like, Oh dude, don't, don't judge us on the actions of the government just because, you know, that's the Chinese government. I'm Chinese people. I'm like, well, welcome to being a white guy on social media. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> yeah. Pulling their mask off when they ask a question. Why did you say that to me? Showing yeah. that I'm Asian. And it's so obvious. And they just won't buy into it. They, I mean, they just keep buying into it. It's just like, and the worst it's part is like. It's such a distraction. Yeah, what's the worst part? No, that they're all, and I'm sorry, I talk too much. I drink too much coffee. I, yeah, I, no, I, of course. This is, on your own, I do this all the time, so please don't fuck up. But it's like these fake punk rockers who've been fucking being the resistance forever. And the minute the shit hits the fan, they're fucking begging. Like, white people suck. White guys suck. Rich white guys are destroying America. And the shit hits the fan. And, oh, dude, listen to rich white guys and fucking listen. Yes. It's, like, it's annoying as <laughs> Fuck, man. Half of them are rich so white guys that are saying it. 
Yeah. yeah, that's true. The identity stuff is obviously, it's so obvious by now that it's just a way to keep our eye off the ball. I'm a little beyond you with the Trump thing is that I think he was put in place for the same reason Obama was put in place to kind of galvanize his side, to polarize the country, to who could preside over the bankruptcy of this country besides somebody who could silence the fiscal conservative right. But in the meanwhile, what, what they did was they finally brought identity politics to the right, which it wasn't there before. And now that's all anybody talks about. It's just like the when they used to talk about the militarization of the police. Now they talk about black versus blue. But but for a while there, it was all of us saying, hey, these guys are out of control. And then they made that racial, too. No, I agree with you, dude. I agree with you. There are th- again, there's just things that I like that Trump did. If, if it co- I have no problem with people going this guy's a scum. Adam Green lights me up all the time. Tell me about what an idiot I am when it comes to Trump. And I just sit there like the gimp and I take my beating. And it's just is what it is. And I get it, man. I just like what and if it is the play, it's the play. But the the, the trade war with China, the fucking getting out of this, the, you know, when we have a sheriff in Hollywood thinking he can override the Constitution, and Trump's like, no, guns are a uh, a necessity. Those things to me are like, I just think, I'm not saying he's a white hat, and I totally understand. I just think he's a different fucking crime unit. Like, and they're giving him to us. So even if it's a limited hangout, what are they hanging out? Something you want, and that's good. That's a win. I understand and i just hate hearing it and i know you're right oh no i'm not even criticizing i'm saying you're right to like what he's giving you it's fine you should ron paul might be a limited hangout funny i know and i love the guy i have dreams about him you have (laughs) you have dreams about trump is that about ron paul oh ron paul he's my cutie (laughs) yeah here's something funny real quick my when we had our babies the, the mother of the child my girl her mom came and stayed with us. And, you know, at night, she'd watch kids all day. And at night, she liked to drink her white wine. And who am I to complain? I She'd make me watch, like, N- CNN news all day. And it was just, but I couldn't say anything because she was helping me with the babies. And she would get lit at night. And she would tell me about how she would have fantasies about Bob Knight, the basketball coach. Oh, really? You have sexual fantasies. Oh, I was like, oh, that's some aggressive fantasies. Who my dreams didn't like, go very far. I Bob have to tell Knight. You. Wow. I don't want to hear about all the weird things she hoped. I mean, uh, Bob Knight would do, but I find that. Bob Knight's game face is what I'm imagining right now. The game face interview. I don't know if you've seen that, Monica, where somebody asked him if they had, the team didn't have his game face on, starts doing his, starts, what, what the fuck's the game face? <laughs> Just making all these weird fucking faces. Oh my gosh, don't, make, don't give me images. The story was bad enough. I don't need right. images. His same face and his O face are the exact same face. Yeah, I yeah, nightmares. yeah, I think so. No, so, I'm on that, dude. I'm with, I get it. I mean, it's just like, I don't know, man. Maybe I mean, like me, I'm like, I think it's time to burn it all down. But I, I'm just, I, I'm just kind of waiting for who, who wants to kick it off. I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was trying to see if we could do a march on Washington on the 4th of July, but I just feel like there's you can't really get people to rally when they're, every town tells you that you ha- they're going to stop you at the borders, basically. It's so weird. But yeah, don't hang on to the hope. Come on. That's I know fine. I'm with you. I, I'm totally <laughs> fine with you. But the, <laughs> it, then he's like, he has to be okay with presiding over the complete and utter destruction Really, yeah. He's gonna get credited with it. 
I yeah. think he is. I think that's what he's there for. Or maybe he doesn't know that's what he's there for. He's okay. There. Sorry, sorry. Let's move ahead. on to the to the <laughs> no, 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 dude, hey, serious dude. conspiracy. Hey, Unless you guys I'm got some here, you want to wrap group. up. You want to hear right. about the Montauk thing? Yeah, right? I want to hear about Montauk. This this is the type of stuff that got me into conspiracy theories when I, I first started looking to them when I was a kid. Loved this stuff. Used to listen to a lot of Art Bell. I know he had Preston Nichols and others on the show. And I watched a show, a CW show, that that had you on it. It was, what's the title of that show? It's Mysteries Undiscovered. De- Mysteries Decoded. Here it is right here. Yeah. I turned on Mysteries Decoded, and there you were investigating the Montauk Project, one of my favorite conspiracies. Just about everything is involved in this. And tell us, what is the Montauk? What, what is the Montauk Project? Montauk was basically this area, I, I believe it's New Jersey, right? Just outside Long of New Long Island, York. New York. Yeah, Long Island. Yeah, that basically, it just like this, they, there was this area that was a government facility and kids were going missing and they discovered that deep down inside there were some many, many, many levels. And, you know, the truth is that they believe they were doing time traveling. And, you know, like uh, it's almost like Project Looking Glass where there's some time traveling stuff. Um, Basically, Montauk is what the creators of Stranger Things completely ripped off. Yeah, it it was titled that originally. The working title on IMDb was Montauk in 2015. If you want to look up a woman named uh, her, her website's called the Montauk Girl. You will fi- you read her journals, and it is exactly what that show jacked. She could ri- she could sue them and win. I don't know why she hasn't, but yeah, Montauk. We're talking time travel. We're talking using uh, children as batteries uh, for energy to create. Um, for the uh, chair, right? The chair? Montauk chair? Yeah, this the Montauk the... chair, which could be used for anything. The Montauk monster. That's it. So basically the government was, um, you, you know, the Philadelphia experiment uh, is tied into that. And they, you, that kind of kicked off uh, this project. And then, dude, there is a good chance that a lot of this is all just a child sex trafficking ring as well, too. So there's that kind of element to their, to this whole thing. And my friend, if you ever really want to have a great discussion, uh, the guy who was the director, Mark Theron, I could hook you up with him. He's like, he's deep into this. And, um, you know, he was talking about, like, he thinks it's just a front for child pedophilia now uh, or, you know, uh, child sex trafficking. For me, dude, I do believe in time travel. I do believe in multiple dimensions. I do believe we live in a much much more interesting world than anybody even understands. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is a part of that. And that's yeah. just belief. I also believe in that there's stuff going on that we really have no clue about. And you pulled something out during that episode, the time travel patent for like a time machine or something. What, what is that? Oh yeah. They have a, uh, there's actually a patent, a U.S. government patent on a time traveling machine. And uh, to me, I, I do believe there was time travel involved with all this. And um, it basically broke down what the chair did and uh, the energy and all that stuff. And But it, then it just goes back to like, the guy who basically did the whole thing. He's one of the a really fat guy. And he, you know, Preston I don't Nichols. trust anyone who pulls their pants up <laughs> over the front. I just, like when your pants up, they hear the, the fupa. 
Yeah, I just don't <laughs> yeah. trust any of it. Preston but Nichols, I first yeah. heard on, I first heard him on Art Bell years and years ago. That's who you're talking about, right? Big, yeah. big fat. He's dead now. What but, year? Uh, this is important. I have a piece of information for you. What year did well, he come the, out with this? Did Preston Nichols come out? Yeah. I think it was the early mid nineties that he, that he first came out with his book. Because I asked my brother, my brother was in the air force and I remember he was stationed on Montauk. It's the only reason I knew anything about it. And I, I think we visited him there and everything. So today I texted him and I said, did you, you, were you at camp hero, which is what that place was called yeah, originally. Camp hero, dude. And he said, well, it wasn't called camp hero anymore. When I was there, that would have been a, like a Marine base or something. It, when I was there, it was, M-A-F-S, Montauk Air Force Station. And I said, yeah, did they ever, he told me a little funny story about it, I'll tell you later, but I said, did they ever, do you remember anybody ever talking about like weird stuff going on there? And he said, well, I was there from 72 to 74, and I remember people talking about weird stuff, but we just kind of dismissed it. And so I just ignored what my brother said. And then later I was thinking about it and I said, to myself, like, I don't think anybody was talking about weird stuff there until later. That's what I was curious about, too, is if Preston Nichols launched yeah. a lot of this stuff off or if there were people talking about it before. I know you spoke with people who said that they used to talk about it. They heard rumors about it during their childhood, about about the tunnels and the and the, everything underneath that camp day or camp hero and that radar. And yeah, what what did you conclude about that? Well, you know, we we interviewed a guy who said that he was uh, one of the Montauk boys and the super soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. And he, uh, I don't know if we call them no. that show, but I, I, I don't think he was a super soldier. I think he was meant to be like a battery. They were using kids energy. And like we see that in the dark arts. We see that uh, that children's energy is used to, um, you know, make people younger and all that stuff but the theory is the kids were the battery they put them in the montauk chair and the montauk chair they could open up portal time travel portals or they could manifest they their thoughts using that radar above yeah they focus on specific things and that they could manifest that object into reality which i think one of the theories was that they manifest the montauk monster that washed ashore yeah and, dude, you know, it's very scary is that they would be opening these portals. And when they first started doing it, supposedly they would kidnap homeless men, people, and force them to walk through the portals. This is super weird because <laughs> so this is the other thing that my brother said. He said, yeah, I remember going there when I was working on I think he actually worked on the radar thing. He said uh, we would hang out by the World War Two batteries that faced the Atlantic decrepit after 28 years of non-use, MAFS boarded Peter Beard's house. And if he saw us near his line in the barren part of the base, he'd upbraid us and tell us to go back to the radar station. And I thought, who is Peter Beard? So I looked it up and just a few weeks ago, Peter Beard, who's like an artist or something, a famous guy who's married to good looking chicks, he was, he, I guess he must've been super old and he wandered off. He still lived there. He wandered off onto the camp hero base and he was missing for three weeks and they just found his body there. And I just thought it was very freaky that I said, I wonder if anybody else ever disappears on camp hero base. They can't, didn't, don't know the cause oh, of death. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. And you know what else is really weird about that area? They have a very bad tick problem. 
And if you know anything right. about like what ticks give you, which is Lyme disease, which, you know, that is the one thing that's pretty common in people who get Alzheimer's is like uh, they oh, had Lyme disease at one point. And it's just like, you know, and they've talked about how Lyme disease is like a, a, a weapon. A, a Congress US weapon. just launched an investigation into it. Remember we were talking about that, Binkley, last yes. year? Congress yes. launched an investigation into whether Lyme disease was a government project. So, yeah, a weapon. So, so we would go there and we'd see like these signs, like watch out ticks everywhere. I'm like, I'm not going in there, man. I'm not going in and getting a bit by a tick and getting Lyme disease for a fucking non-union part. No, I'm only kidding about that. But the point is I'm not going to go do that uh, and then get Alzheimer's because my grandpa had it really bad at the end. Like, you know, so yeah, I didn't even want to risk that. But there was a lot of stuff that went on there, man, that. You know, was it weird being there? What did it feel like? Was vibe? Was well, it you saw the vibe? show, man. They had a yeah. they had a brand new uh fucking meter that was running on the radar. So the radar the was radar still thing. in operation. Yeah, and there was only twelve of those radars originally. That radar was put up. I think it was to detect a nuclear attack during the yeah. Cold War. Yeah, yeah, it was meant so in case you know the Japanese or the Germans or anybody was coming. It would it would see it and then they could uh, and then the Russians later. Yeah, yeah, it's it's impressive when you look at it. It's it's so scary, man. But yeah, it's there and it's just really weird shit. And then you saw people who who went inside and there's a lot of layers of darkness in there, dude. And then there's again when we you know anytime you get into like tunnels, I start thinking you're 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 looking at trafficking. A lot of tunnels all over that, all over that base, man. There's a acid roots. Yeah, I mean yeah. multi-layered, dude. Yeah, the acid roots, Monica. There's these weird, like somebody's on acid painting in a room where it, it looks like it's a, it looks like it's an intentional painting as opposed to just splatter on the wall. But there were images that somebody used to live in the. I think you might have talked to this guy during the show, Mimic or something. Is that his name? Yeah, oh, Brian Mimic. That yeah. guy's been on a couple shows. He looks like Eddie Vedder. He looks exactly like Eddie <laughs> Vedder. I'm like, he's like, I got arrested. I'm like, for what? Impersonating Eddie? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, he would. He he went down there. He filmed everything back when he was younger, and it's just like, so, and now and then they sealed some entrances off, which to me is even creepier, dude. Yeah. I mean, you guys see what's going on with the Playboy Mansion, like. They dug up the whole backyard, and it's like everybody knows what's going on. What's going on there? That there were fucking tunnels. I think Dean McCall oh, was that. that. Yeah, you know, it was bought by a big food guy, the son of a guy who owns a big food thing. It was just sold. You know that, right? Yeah, sold yeah, yeah. to like a different guy. Hmm. So is that radar blocked off? Can you really not get to it? Well, yeah, there's a fence right there. You you really can't get past it. And, and I was like. We could jump, but we'd get in deep trouble. Yeah. And the theory behind that is that the electromagnetic waves are being used to implant thoughts in people's minds or something like that? Well, that was never talked about right there. And I just don't think there's enough honest, like, energy coming from it at this moment. I think if there's anything going on, it's something deep, deep, deep in there that they're running that, that, that meter. That thing. 
supposedly when I was listening to the nickel stuff, he was saying that that's what they were doing there. That was a long time ago, but I've also read since then that that stuff really is, they really can do that. They can, they can. Put yeah. They absolutely stuff in your can. brain for sure. Oh, dude, I think that's not even disputed. I mean, like there's a very famous thing called the voice of God technology that they were talking. Whoa. Oh, I I tried to hell? see that. That's my cloaking technology. You my Philadelphia totally just You just cloaked us. I was trying to show you a, a, an article about how the army's voice to skull <laughs> devices they have voice to skull devices yeah, in the seventies, yeah, yeah. psychotronic weapons. Well, dude, if you take a look at all these school shooters, all these spree shooters, they all talk about voices in their heads. Navy yard shooter. Uh, Aaron Alexis, I think his name was. I went way deep into that. That guy did not know what hit him. I yep. mean, that was really uncool. You take a look at the guy who did the uh, the the movie theater in Colorado. Like afterwards, he's like, I'm yeah. reading the Unabomber book. I'm reading two a book by the Unabomber and a book about the Unabomber, and he was involved in MK Ultra experiments at Harvard. Oh, well, dude, they shish kebab that dude's brain, dude. They. Oh. They went and like, uh, like, that's why I just like, I, I hate hearing from sheep. Like, believe the scientists. They only want to help. I'm like, all the evil shit in the world was invented <laughs> by a scientist. Right. Otherwise, yeah. they're just lying to you. Either it's evil or they're just lying to you about it. Was Kaczynski, was he a subject in MKUltra? Yeah, he would. They. Yeah. He, yeah, he went to Harvard as an he was like at 16 when he started at Harvard and they identified him as somebody vulnerable. And they said, you're going to be involved in this experiment where you tell your ideas and it gets critiqued by upperclassmen. What they didn't tell him is that the upperclassmen were trained to destroy him psychologically by saying the meanest stuff they could think about his his most private feelings. And he, of all the people in this experiment, was damaged the most to the point where he became totally without morality. This is what I'm gathering from what I'm reading. And then he could go out and say, okay, technology, technology is a problem. What's a good way for me to draw attention to this problem? Well, I can get national attention by mailing bombs to a lot of people. So I'm just going to do that because why not? And they're scientists and I hate scientists. Yeah. And they did it for two years, dude. And they never undid it. Yeah, nope. that's the thing about that stuff is those experiments have happened. There was a Tuskegee experiment. There's oh, yeah. the, the prison. They experiment on prisoners, injecting stuff into them, putting stuff on them. This has been they proven. St. Louis. I mean, it's, it's, it's like it's so funny. We go after other countries for fucking spraying chemical, chemicals all over their, 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 their people. Our government did to us in Vietnam, and, and they've done it here. Like, they just sprayed St. Louis forever with chemicals. Yeah, and when you tell people that, they, there's no connection that they are also doing stuff like that right now that is classified, that will be declassified in maybe 50 years. Right it's over my house. mind-blowing. <laughs> They're doing it over my house right now. <laughs> oh, spraying over your house? <laughs> Yeah, you got a lot of chemtrails over there. I know. I don't can't believe people don't see them. I mean, they're so obvious. Oh, it's just so it's just so sad, right? And it's just like we're, but it's just like I just learned you gotta let them just be the fucking thought. Here's a point. Enjoy it. That like the chemtrail thing. That it took me a long time to really see them for what they were, and I now. I've, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't expect other people to be there. It's fine. The Montauk thing. I don't know how much I I connect what they were doing there with what they clearly can do in that field. I'm not sure. 
But the idea that the governments, the power elite, whatever scientists aren't colluding with whatever it is, corporations, the university grants, the Department of Defense for some agenda other than what they're explaining in detail on Fox and CNN. They're not explaining what they're up to in detail on Fox and CNN. Oh, that's and not everything on those networks? That's what I'm saying. That to think, so people think you're crazy. It's like you can't, you would be, have to be an idiot to think that Bill Gates doesn't have something up his sleeve. It's so obvious. And they, and they, and you can find the footage of it. Well, isn't it like the Burbright Institute owns like what they're telling us is like every, Patent on every single COVID except for 19. That's the, yeah, we have them all but this one. What? What? <laughs> Why? So you have limited yeah. money, you just decided not to patent <laughs> the one that somehow gets released after you guys have had all your little expos and your conferences doing Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering on how this thing's going to fucking play out. Are you fucking serious? Like, it's you think we're dumb? And the answer is yes. Yes, we yes, are. we are. Look at what we're doing. And you and I know the truth. And we're both doing this. We're still sitting at home. It gets to a point <laughs> where it's almost like they make it just obvious to see how much people are willing to accept. Oh, and People I, believe I, it, though. Yeah, yeah, I think this is – you hear them say it phase one. This is 100%. Uh, you know, I, over – like, last year – they would. Oh, I heard them talking about how the FBI believes in October it's going to get like yellow jacket over here. People are going to be in the streets going nuts. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Why would they do that? And then I didn't even think about uh, what was going on with I didn't do. Just imagine how innocent we were this in December 2019. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're so I mean, at best it was. It was so innocent. Yeah. And now it's like, man. October could get back. I'm like buying as much shit as I can. But what you said, Finkley, the Arbery thing will get the left out and the lockdown number two will get the right out. So Binkley pointed out that Arbery shooting, there was a white guy shot a black guy yeah. and there's, and it's going back and forth. People are seeing things differently. Binkley's right. If they're going to a grand jury and it takes three months They'll probably get off. They probably yeah. won't go to trial. And that will start the left out because the left don't, has no reason to protest. They're supposed to be staying home and the right's supposed to be protesting. But if they can get everybody out there, that, yeah. that would be some kind of shit and show. that's when they might hit us with even crazier shit. You're yeah. going to have martial law for the election. Pinkley played us a clip that said we're having martial law for the 2020 election. It was supposed to be about Russian interference, but I don't think so. I think it's going to be Stacey Abrams, the Arbery thing, the lockdown. It is going to it could get crazy. And on the other hand, Abrams. maybe they've taken it as far as they can and they'll and they'll just give us a break for a while. It's, it is really hard to predict each scene as the acts unroll. It's a fun fact about protesting. The left would normally stay in, but. They can go out and protest because the coronavirus does not infect people who protest on the left. It only infects those who protest on the right. They're not distancing. They're not masking. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares if they're the not just fucking everybody up. None of them are wearing masks. None of them are social distancing. 
What what's going? Whatever they got at Target, can we all wear it and use it? Because they seem fucking fine. The grocery store seems fine. The weed store seems <laughs> right. fine. The fucking liquor store seems fine. The 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 fucking FedEx. The fuck the Amazon. Everybody. Seems you just fine. can't go to school, and kids don't get it. So what? There's no logic, of course. Oh, of or, course. Or, or restaurants and waiters and bartenders. Like dudes. Like my dad's. Like I wish these casinos would open up. I go. Dad, you are actually part of the demographic that this thing fucking hits. You've got to stay home. You're 75, you're overweight, and you have diabetes. You're just a walking time bob with this thing. But everybody else, go get weird, man. Go out. <laughs> totally. Get your germs on, people man. Just Sorry. That's going to get us deplatformed. You're entitled to your own decisions about health. Do not endanger other people. Take your own decisions. So it's getting good. ridiculous. With Georgia, too, the, the cases are going down, yet there's still the conflicting information about there's going to be a spike in cases, there's going to be a spike in cases. Get ready, get ready, trying to keep people scared. They want people to voluntarily stay in so that they don't have to force them to. And people will. People are they're, – they're wearing their – they're showing off their mask as accessories now. Look at my trikini. I have a matching mask. It matches my bathing suit. Here's the thing. This is what I think that is really happening, and I think it was happening all along, is that there was a massive debt collapse that they just were not going to be able to push off for much longer. And if you look at the policies and nobody told you why those policies were enacted, you would just say, oh, obviously there was a massive economic collapse, a debt collapse. They had to produce $10 trillion out of nowhere. And somebody said, well, your choices are a debt collapse or a a microbe. <laughs> you'd be like, what, a microbe? I think you're totally right. The death of the... Uh the pe pe the petrodollar, you know, and who knows what's going on with the Federal Reserve. I just, I just, it's chaos. It's just chaos. And but just I think it's that. I think that this stuff is an excuse for that stuff. If you look at it, because who do you do you know an unusual number of people who are seriously ill? No, an unusually high number of people. There's one yeah. guy I know, and it's the weirdest thing. He. Five people he knows died. I go, dude, I haven't even met one someone who knows one person. You know, and this guy isn't a liar. He just, he yeah. was in New York. Something happened in New York that we don't even understand. I think they were over-treating them. I do. And I think that I think Cuomo, I think the Michigan governor and the California governor are trying to get on that ticket because they know Joe Biden ain't yeah. making it to the election. Yeah, I think they're definitely setting someone else up to take over. I think it's whether it's a VP or whoever. I really think it's Hillary, man. I think that bitch can't. Hillary and Obama. Well, Obama I, I, can't. That would be a constant. I know they like constitutional crises, but, but you they're can't. already Obama making the argument. Can't do though. it. But yeah, Obama, look at what they're doing now, dude, though. They don't care about the Constitution. No, there's. I like Obama. They like constitutional crises. It's true. Obama would bring Obama gay. That's why I think him and Michelle are out. I but I think she's in. Yeah. And I, it's just like who is Hillary gonna grab that will be that will help her because she is so unself-aware, surrounded by just people that yes and her. She has no clue how toxic she is and how like she's just gonna get everybody that feels she fucked Bernie out against her. And all the Trump people out against it. There's no way she could win. Oh, there's no way she could win. Unless people, unless the virus, there's another hot spot and people just start dying left and right and they blame it on Trump. Then whoever runs, it would be easy for them to win. But I think Trump wins. But speaking of Obama, I want to bring it back to what we were talking about a minute ago. Have you heard of Andrew Bassani? 
You ran for president in 2016. No, I don't. No. He might, I think he might actually be associated with Montauk, or at least claim to be anyway. He started something called Project Pegasus. And his story is that as a child, he was part of the government's time travel program and, and teleportation program, and that he met President Obama on Mars in the 70s. As Obama <laughs> was part of that program as well. This he was, was a the teenager, I guess. Yeah, this was the platform he ran on in 2016. I was hoping he would run again in 2020, but he comes up in a lot of conversations about Montauk and Preston, Preston Nichols. We should do a swap cast and interview that dude. He's, yeah, he's, he's around. He does interviews on Coast to Coast. He's a lawyer. The guy's a lawyer. I'm all about that action, dude. <laughs> yeah, me too. Do you think that there's two guys on the Philadelphia Experiment ship that say that they got on the ship and they were doing the experiment, the cloaking experiment, and then they got off in 19 – it was 1943 yep. when they did it and then got That's off in 1983? Do you – big part of the story, dude. Yeah. Do you – what do you think Wait, about Your gal it? debunked it in your show. No, the I mean – chick. Listen, that was inevitable. And let me just tell you something, dude. That that well, you want to talk about a guy? guy they took down that episode. There were certain places you couldn't get that episode, and there were really? complaints about the uh, yeah, dude. They're like, we will no longer show this episode. Like Jesse Ventura's FEMA camp one, I think. It was I just think, yeah. Uh, dude, if they do do that, I'm fucked. If they come for us, I am. Uh, I'm on. I'm high on the list. I'm like. I'm just going to give all my Bitcoin to my lady. Go take the babies. Ride. Daddy's going to a FEMA camp. The fact that they were doing my, whether or not that's true, anything about Montag is true. I think that there probably are bases and stuff underneath the, the camp. And I think that there was something going on there that we don't know about. Whether it's time travel porters, I don't know. I, I, Time travel, theoretically, is possible, and they say you need to harness the energy of a black hole. They've been trying to harness the energy of a black hole. They've been creating little black holes at CERN and stuff oh, for a yeah. long time. Maybe maybe it is possible. I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely open to it. That's but terrifying. It is terrifying. It is terrifying, dude. You yeah. know what you're going to let in. Right, no, yeah. And that's what yeah. the Unabomber says. He says these guys are messing around with something that has a non-zero chance of setting off a chain reaction that could swallow the universe. And the way they think of it is, but if it doesn't, I'm getting a Nobel Prize. And if it does, I'm going to die eventually anyway. And well, he said that's how they think, whether they do or not, but it sounds right. Here's yeah. another thing, dude. Supposedly, Hillary Clinton used Project Looking Glass to see if she could go and, like, if she's going to win, and they said she couldn't get past the year 2012. You're like, but 2020. But there is a calendar out there where the year is yes. 2012. Mm -hmm. wow. What calendar is it? It's, That's um, interesting. Yeah. The fact that they've been doing time, or uh, not just time travel, but mind control, manipulation techniques and, and experiments for decades. They're definitely doing it now. It's more sophisticated, and we are experiencing it right now because people are mind-controlled. It's oh, working. For sure. Totally. For sure, dude. I mean, just, like, look at, like, how people reacted after 9-11. And, like, nobody's been to jail for that. And then you got these people on the right going crazy on Obamagate. It is bad. But the notion that it is the worst thing that a president has ever done. I can't even read those. I skip all those headlines. I'm like, who cares? What difference? It's like the Hillary server. I felt the same way. I'm like, this is not it's important. Like we are all under house arrest. 
We have all arrested ourselves because someone told us to. That is a bigger story, and we need to address it. We have one president that was associated with two presidential assassinations. One of them successful. For uh, George Bush. Oh, Ford? Of the JFK assassination. And then he was, you know, do you know the common ancestor that Bush and Obama have is a Hinckley, Sam Hinckley. Well, Hinckley was definitely a buddy of the Bushes, but Ford made the magic bullet theory. And then he was never elected. He's the only person who was a president in this country who was never elected to president, to presidency or vice president. And that Nixon Watergate was a coup. Oh, yeah. Well, there's all theory about that. That involved uh, child pornography. And they were trying to find out who had all that shit. And then there's the John John F. K. Jr., his son being QAnon. Isn't that the theory that he's buddies with Trump and that he's secretly QAnon? He's not really and dead the-, the way Russia's Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah, Adam Adam Green's just been fucking kicking my ass about. Hey, you keep pushing this Q stuff, you're gonna be, lose all your credibility. I'm like, dude, I, I'm a. Are you drunk down ad- with Q, Sam? No, no, no. Well, you know, I'm not down with Q as some kind of. Listen. Here's my old opinion on Q. I, I, I have learned stuff from it. What it what the information represents, I don't know. But there's a lot of people to believe in it, and there's no such thing as reality. There's only perception. And my whole theory is, is that the truth movement doesn't need Trump, doesn't need Q, that we're beyond those people, and we need to stop fucking looking for a savior, stop looking for someone to save us, and we just got to come together and realize that we're beyond that dude because whatever happened dude nobody watches the news nobody trusts the tech companies no one trusts the two-party system and i can keep going those aren't just like blah 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 who cares those are like real big things that have happened in the last four years and whatever trump and whatever q means i don't know but you know it's like the internet i think it got away from them i think they started something to be able to propagandize us and get you know and it's just a bunch of dorks who couldn't get laid just took it to another level and they can't control it and they're gonna try to do it but whatever it is at this point it's gotten away from them and that's why i think about the truth movement like you're right it's pacified some stuff that trump's done but you know it's also like empowered like the full-on destruction not full but at least enough people don't listen to the main look at their ratings dude that's it my- is amazing that the podcast thing, I don't think they're in control of that, of how people are getting their information now. I, I have to agree with you there. And there is there is truth in, in everything. It did not, even if these are psyops or limited hangouts, false flags, they don't work. It, it's like the CIA was behind the counterculture in the 60s. But if the music wasn't good, it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. So there is truth in it. And you just have to hone your truth, Dar, your discernment, and take from it what there is to take, I think. Well, I, I, I totally agree with that. And just like... You know, whenever you see an advertisement, like there was this thing on Twitter for a brief second, and it was like, hang out with your favorite celebrity. And everyone's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Celebrity's <laughs> dead. Hollywood's yeah. dead. Like, dude, it has to be really good for anyone to get, or really bad. Tiger, yes, yes. That might Either be a, but it's like, it's, it's like, it's gotten away from them. Whatever Joe Rogan is, he's a very good friend of mine. Like, dude. Got away from them. We could have a discussion on what people think about that, but 
I, I'm going to tell you something about Joe. Joe is Joe 100%. I, he called me up to see what was going on with me. And, of course, we had a conversation. And, dude, he, the guy you see on that show is the same guy behind closed doors. It's not like, oh, you know, I say this, but, dude, what's up with that project yeah, looking like? Yeah, it's yeah. none of that. Yeah, yeah. And it's for whatever reason. But Snowden snowed him. <laughs> I'll give you that. That was the turning point. Snowden snowed him. Oh, Snowden stole well, so shit. My whole turning turning point is it, it is it is my belief that he's such a smart businessman. When they deplatform, when they took that Apple, uh, when they took his Alex Jones episode off of Apple for a brief second, I think he saw that was like a kind of a shot yeah. over your head that there's layers of this shit. I still think it's a gangster ass move. Oh and yeah, it's great. He made a hundred million bones. Yeah, I think yeah. Fucking great. And, and yeah, he'll listen, be out there. He's like the LeBron James of yes podcasting. Me, dude, so. It's the Howard Stern move. It's fantastic. To me, man, he are they gonna give him a hundred million dollars and then get mad at him if he doesn't talk about the things he wants? I I think it is something. It's like. Oh, this shit's paid. Uh, I'd signed contracts done. This money's mine. I'm gonna talk about whatever the fuck I want. Cause what are they gonna do? Are they gonna limit him on what he can say? I, I don't see it happening. Not when you got a hundred bones in the hundred million bones in the fucking bank. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, and he can go to another platform if need be. Like Alex Jones, like you said, he had the money. Alex Jones already had a, a platform basically set up for himself where he wasn't gonna lose much of anything when you got him. kicked off. Yeah, being a martyr pays if you already have a structure. And set you up. make more on your own thing, so everybody feels like you can get if they they know where to find you. Let me make that money, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a martyr. I'm like the broke martyr. That's yeah. who I am. You'll I benefit from this because people who don't have Spotify are going to come to you. You're next. Just, everybody levels up. It's a good thing. Please, Lord, make it happen. I have to ask you. In closing, what on Montauk, you were there, you you saw it, you felt it, you smelled the air, you saw the trees, you saw the tower. Dude, stop. Right there is the most interesting thing about the whole visit. The trees are all dead. They were all, really? we were in the mid, it was like the bloom, trees were everywhere, and then we got near the fucking towers, and the trees were all dead, dude. And I remember going, Look at the fucking trees, man. They're all dead. And they're like, holy fuck, they are. Yikes. What's the radiation level? Then you get somebody to test out radiation uh, level. Yeah, I'm you telling you, dude. I, if you want me to hook you up one time because you're really into this with the director, I can make it happen. He'll tell you he's all into this shit. I'll man. go with you, Binkley. My brother yeah. will take us out there, but you got to pronounce it correctly. Dude, that U I is a W. Pro- Oh, dude, I'm on so talk. sorry. I'm talking over you guys. I'm so sorry about that. I get super- oh, you're fine. You're fine. I was man. just you're saying fine. nothing nonsense. I was the problem. I'm the what? problem. I never stopped talking. He so what do you think is true? The guy that wrote the book. Yeah. Oh, you talking about? No, Preston Nickel. Oh, not him. The, He's the, dead, the, right? Cook, no, the, Peter Moon. Peter Moon. Peter Moon. Yeah. He could probably hook you up okay. with that guy if you want. I would love that. Actually, what you brought up something that uh, I think I was listening to a podcast that you were doing on it. And I had never heard this before, and I hadn't read the full book. I had skimmed through Preston Nichols' book and listened to a bunch of his Art Bell interviews. But there were 
people who believe themselves to be Montauk boys, and what they did, Monica, is they wiped their memories. They say that the memories were wiped, so they w- it would only come up in dreams, and they would think that I'm, I'm a Montauk boy. And so they would go to Preston Nichols because they wanted guidance, and Preston Nichols would always lend them a hand, right? So tell us about that. A literal hand, dude. Oh, like, no. Yeah, it got really creepy and very uncomfortable. And so when we were interviewing one of the guys that says he's a Montauk boy, this is hand the guy we brought in a hypnotist. When she started hypnotizing him, I hand to God the room, the lights and the electricity in the room flickered, dude. And I remember watching it and I go, what the fuck was that? And it went, and I'm like, dude, you guys see that? And they were like really quiet. It, it's crazy, dude. It's yes. cra- Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. They had all had that creepy beta, that 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 skin that pedos have. You ever see their skin? It's like <laughs> it's Bill like Gates skin. Waxy. It's like pizza skin. Soft. Pizza. That's probably why they call it pizza gay because they all pizza skin. And it's they all had that kind of like I couldn't talk to a real adult, so I gotta fucking you know be a predator with kids. One hundred percent. There was a lot of like hand jobs. I think I think hand jobs were a flowing at Montauk. If that's what you're getting at, I 100% believe. Yeah, that's that. is how, that what you were getting at, that's, Big yeah, that's how Preston would check <laughs> oh to see God. if they were if they were Montauk boys. Is he would like feel over their energy and then then beat them off. And, yeah. And, well, which that's, is that's bad. Yeah. You remember when uh, somebody at um and he admitted oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's like that's dude. messed up. Yeah, it's messed, dude. It's like it's like. It's like unbelievable what we put up with, you know, and it's just like, I don't know if people just don't want to rock the boat or they're afraid they say something that's not true. Then I don't know, man, but it just the, 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 the politicizing of pedophilia is probably the biggest sad part of this whole thing. Bellamy Fitzpatrick really has the answer. It's that the communities are too big. That if you there were communities of 150, which is like a normal amount that you can keep track of people, and people can't if they're sick, you can help them. They can't milk it. They're not kidnapping your kids. Anyway, that's a whole nother. We we can't keep many longer. He's got to rush home to his four month old twins. (laughs) Oh, dude, I think about it all. Uh, Monica's getting some joy out of that. (laughs) He's got a gun. (laughs) I always think, like, I really worry about the guest's time, but I'm like, there's no chance that he would rather. Well, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I love being with my kids. I love them very much. I do have to get back to them. Yeah. um, I got to be honest with you guys. Your show deserves all the listeners in the world. You guys have you guys are the two best researchers I work. uh, I get to talk to. So I always enjoy talking to it. I'm sorry I talked over you guys. No, I, I get great. so excited and I'm just a knucklehead. But I'm glad we have you guys in the books to come on my show. Yes, thank Super you. Excited about that. And Monk, I, I always have your boy on um, my uh, Patreon. We do a Patreon together. I, I I don't invite you because I just don't want to bother you. I'm like a weird guy. Like I feel like here's I'm- the problem. <laughs> I don't have the comic sensibility. I can have if you and I wanted no, to have funny a. Funny as fuck. You're I can funny. I can have a little bit. I don't have that. You know, when you start talking about beating off and stuff, I really don't know what the comeback to that is. I'm There's, like, eh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my point is that if if you ever want to join, oh, us, we'd love to have you. 
Thank I just you, thank don't you. want to bother you, and that's being sincerely <laughs> true. Like I, well, I told me that. To yeah, he's. But yeah. I'm absolutely only gonna do it if I can bring a cocktail. I don't know if that's off limits on. Dude, listen, I'm a drug addict. Get weird. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I thought I thought you were on the cl- the. No, 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 dude. I'm, I'm sober, but it's like, right. I, dude, okay, cocktails great. aren't gonna scare me. The more Got crazy, it. the better. I, I don't, I don't even Fair. give it. I'll do anything if I can have a cocktail. Yeah. We should do a Patreon party. We should invite him to one of our Patreon. Oh, parties. would you do that? We have the funnest parties. Oh, I'll but... do that, dude. I'd love that. Uh, that would I love be great. Patreon. I'm getting my subscriber star going. I got zero subscribers there. I, I, I want. I really love it because. It's a People matter tell of time. Us, don't do it. They're going to deplatform you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just a matter of time before they come after that, too, which sucks. I'm loving even it. Even if I'm now. paying for it and it's legal, they won't let us have our fun. Tell people where they can find you right now. Uh, I'm I'm in Hollywood. I'm on Melrose. I'm <laughs> a fucking. Uh, um, uh, you can find me uh, I'm, on Twitter. It's at TinfoilHatCast. On Instagram, it's still at Sam Tripoli. Uh, I have a couple pa- I have a couple podcasts. I have the Tim Foyat podcast with Sam Tripoli. Uh, I have Punch Drunk Sports. If you love sports, it's the probably, if not the original, excuse me, one of the first uh, comedy sports podcasts. And then I have my new one called Broken Simulation. And I'm just doing that as comedy. There's no political shit. It's not niched. Uh, and I call it the Sports Center for the Apocalypse, and it just basically <laughs> we go over all the ridiculous stuff. So you can check that out. And then I'm on Patreon. I have multiple Patreons. I have uh, Tim Fall Hat Cast, uh, uh, Tim Fall Hat, uh, and then Punch Drunk Sports, and then Broken Simulation. Any of those, check them out. Go to BrokenSimulation.com. Now here's the thing. Final thing. I do stand up. I put out a special that I love. I love this special. It's called Live from the Viper Room. It's two-part series. Uh, one's called Armageddon, and the other one's called uh, Zero Fucks. And you can watch those for free on um, on uh, at samtriply.com. I'm doing that Check it right out. now. Yeah. I'm going to go make a cocktail, yeah. and I'm going to watch those right now. Fantastic. I think I'm maybe permanently ro- relocating to your neck of the woods there, oh, Sam. Really? So. Yes. Yeah, my. Well, I would love that if you guys are here and. I'd I love can, that. Yes, it would be super fun. It would be super fun. I mean, like. Chemtrails, but that's okay. Let me ask you a question, Tim. You went to UNLV, right? Yeah. You were after oh. the, the fab, the 1990 team. You were there after that, right? One year after, I got Jerry Tarkanian's final season. They went 26 and two. J.R. Ryder was our seed. Our senior, we were the number one team in the land, and they wouldn't let us go to the tourney. Oh, you guys got banned. Yeah. I, I'm a huge George Tech fan. My brother played baseball at Tech. I think I told you he got drafted by the Dodgers, and he played at the same time that Kenny Anderson and all those guys were there. So I remember that Final Four against UNLV. I was I was just a kid, but it crushed my soul because Tech was winning at halftime. And now during the quarantine – I've gone back and started watching old Georgia Tech games, but not games that they win because that wouldn't feel right. I only watch games that rip my heart out, and I just recently <laughs> watched that UNLV game. Uh, what terrible. season? Was that the year they won it all? Yeah, that was the year they won it all. It was yeah, Georgia Tech. Was, they beat Duke by 30, yeah. Well, do you know the difference between the team that blew, blew out Duke and the team that lost Duke uh, was Grant Hill. Nobody ever talks about that Grant Hill – uh, That's right. Was the freshman that shut down Stacy Ogman 
and completely changed the, the, the game. Yeah, Tech couldn't stop Stacey Augman. I'm just going to tell you this, man. I can't stand the NCAAs. Uh, it's all coming out now. I love Zion Williams. He's a wonderful guy. I think it's going to be fun. to watch. I've been watching him since he was a kid on YouTube. He's the first player. Yeah. I never was really into LeBron. Zion Williams is the first one that I watched somewhat come out of the womb dunking on people. I've been yeah. watching him flying through the air. Like he's like six swatting kids, like dunking in sixth grade, man. He's a beast. Like he's a beast. But he so obviously got paid to go to Duke. Of course. But the problem is, is that Nike and ESPN have completely manipulated the sports landscape. They put their thumb on competition. And if you're a Nike school, you don't get messed with. But if you aren't a Nike school, they pound on you. Duke and Alabama football are both Nike schools. And they completely cheat and get players and they don't get anything done because ESPN likes them because they get ratings. And it fucking sucks. LSU, Arizona, UNLV, all not part of the cool kids. And that's why the NCAA hits them. They should get rid of the – do you know that the – and on to here. The the, uh, the college football playoff system is not part of the NCAA. It is a Power 5 conference. They, that's who owns it. They should go to that to the to the tournament as well. Just get rid of the NCAA. These old idiots who are digging programs because kids take money when all these other kids are taking money to go to these blue chip fucking programs. So yeah. at Duke, F Duke, I love UNLV. I always think about moving back there. Meanwhile, Georgia Tech, my team, hasn't made the NCAA tourney in 10 years. They get banned. They get NCAA tournament banned for giving the guy 50 bucks to go to a strip club. It's, it's the biggest con ever. They just want these brands to win. It's like when, the you know, Adam Silver is the, okay, you just got me on another thing. Adam Silver <laughs> is the worst GM in the history of GMs in, a, in an era of GMs. Nobody likes any GMs. I don't know. He's a commissioner. Uh, yeah, excuse me. Thank you. Thank, I've been saying that. I don't know the major league soccer commissioner. I don't know enough about it. Seems like the league's grown. God bless it. Okay. The other four major sports, the commissioners are the worst commissioners. Nobody likes any of their commissioners. That's never happened before. And in an era of the worst commissioners, Adam Silver is the Michael Jordan of dog shit commissioners. What he's done to this con- to this league. And it's not just because I hate that he kowtowed and tried to suck Chinese dicks, and that's why he shut everything down. The numbers are down. Attendance is down. Ratings is down. It's all because he's allowed these these players, and we're all political. We're, we do political shows, okay? I don't mind people getting political, but you got to have – you got to be like – you got to have the same opinion across the board. I think and it's higher level him. shit with him. I think that Chinese stuff was political, political. Yeah. Like outside the sports thing. No, he basically shut down so he could get the NBA back into the fucking China because this whole globalist bullshit, okay? And then he's allowed all of his players to be political. So they're crying about black on, white on black crime in America, but they say nothing about China kicking out Africans, nothing about open air slave trades in Libya. They don't say anything about that. They're very quiet, but they love to get in the mix to get us all to fight with each other all the fucking 
time. And it's just like you're just dude, LeBron James by all accounts is the nicest guy. Seems but when like it nice comes guy. to business, he's a fucking globalist and he fuck and it, dude, and dude, their ratings were really bad this year. And it's going to be even worse next year when people start to take a look at Adam Silver and his role in this whole hysteria. And look what happened to Steph Curry when he said that stuff about the moon landing and Max Kellerman was yeah. all over his shit. And Max Kellerman presided over that fixed fight, Triple G and Canelo. I was at that fight and it was absolutely fixed. And Kellerman covered it up for the rest of the world. Those guys, it's all, and it's for a higher political purpose. That's all yeah, I say. Irvin got go. smeared too for talking about flat earth. Kyrie Irvin did. They bring up anything, they smear them, they shut it down, and they change their tune. Thank you for joining us today, last, man. It last, was awesome. Last conspiracy. The only team to not announce who. The players that had Corona that tested positive for Corona were the LA Lakers. Everybody that played the Lakers got Corona. Where were the Corona? Where did the Lakers go? China. Okay. Not only did the, with the exception of the Clippers, they were the only team not to get Corona. Everybody else that played them in that short period of time got Corona. Okay. And dude, they didn't name the players. Players started coming out going, I don't, I'm not the one to have it. I'm not the one to have it. And why were they so quick to name Rudy Gobert as patient zero? Because I believe it was LeBron James. Whoa. Interesting. Man, that's a great place to wrap it up. That's wow. a great fact. Thank that you for joining us, man. Fun. You guys. I love you guys. I'm so I sorry you. I cut you off. As I it's, say, I'm sorry I'm cutting you off. You're crazy. You're crazy. You got that I love it, insecurity. dude. You got Thank you. You're the man. Fantastic energy. Great stuff. Everybody check out Sam's stuff. He's a, his podcast is awesome. He's a great comic. Watch it. Follow him. Support him as he's getting banned from social media. And you guys can find our stuff at thepropreport.com. We do a daily show. do a 30-minute news show, drive time, news blast. Every single day you can find Monica at the... Monica Perez show on Twitter and me at Freedom Act Radio on Twitter. That is until we get kicked off. I don't know how much longer we might be there, but thanks it for happens. listening, guys. And thanks, we will thanks, talk thanks, to y'all next time. 